This episode was brought to you by Bookout Blooms. Bookout Blooms sells cut flowers and designs. They're located in South End Charlotte. They have beautiful flower arrangements for any occasion you can think of. They even have classes where you and a group of girlfriends can come and learn to make your own bouquets. So head on over to www.bookoutblooms.com to learn more information. And if you stop by the shop, tell them that those other girls sent you. Can't relate to cancel culture? hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. All right, guys, we have 50% of the SCOTA squad here today. If you listen to our Tuesday episode, this is kind of part two, roughly. Um, This is like part, what, three or four in our Republican values are, we believe, three. Three on the We Believe series. And today... We believe in pro-life. We believe that abortion is bad. It's wrong. It's murder. It's murder. And I have on the lovely ladies of the SCOTA squad to help me uh, talk to liberal Lizzie about these issues. So, again, we have on um, Autumn and Fernanda and, of course, Mallory, as always. And I am going to read out (laughs) quotes. Um, It's going to be two parts, roughly. The first part, I'm going to read out quotes that we've actually received on our Instagram on our pro-life post. So let me put on my liberal Lizzie hat and uh, let's get going. All right. Quote number one, a true woman supporter would support women of any decision she makes, whether it's one you agree with or not. How would you guys respond back to her? This kind of goes on start. Start. <laughs> Okay, I was like, I, I don't can want to start, talk over but I don't anyone, wanna... but I can go. You yeah, can go. Just, you yeah, can just... go. Okay. Um, I would say that when did it become a novel idea that there are certain things people can't do? I can't go murder somebody on the street because that's what I want to do. And feminists don't have to support that idea. For some reason, feminism has turned into we're not allowed to tell women no for anything. We just have to say yes to whatever they want. But that's not how the real world works. Some things are wrong. There are absolute truths in this world and there are good and bad things. Abortion is a bad thing. And so I'm never going to say, oh, well, you can do a bad thing because you're a woman. That's not feminism. And that's not how the world works. We know that abortion kills an innocent human being. And that's a very bad thing, which is why I have no problem telling people they shouldn't be allowed to do that. And also, too, if you're a real friend or if you really love someone, you're going to tell them the truth. And if Fernanda came up to me and said, hi, I want to steal this coconut, I will tell her the truth that you can't do that. That was just a random thing. But yeah. Also, I think like, why would you encourage someone that you love 
to do something that it's going to hurt them. Like people mm, don't realize that, like it's going to hurt them physically, emotionally, mentally. Like, why would I put you, why would I encourage you to go to that position where you're going to get hurt and where like, it's going to be a really hard place to go to and to get out of, like, why would I encourage you to do that? Yeah. So the Good next point. one's kind of a similar, it's, it's no one's choice, but the person it's not mine. It's not yours. You can't tell someone what to do with their life. It's her body, her choice. Bottom. <laughs> this whole like my body my choice I really think it's the worst argument because it makes you look the dumbest it makes you look like you have no idea what science says about life because science says that life begins at conception and usually an example that I'll bring up that usually has people like take it back a little bit I'll say okay if it's really the same body then that means that if I get pregnant with a boy then I have a penis Ooh, no Nobody would say that because we know that they're separate. They have different arms, different legs, different hearts, different. They're two separate human beings. And while it may be in the woman, that is not the same thing as being the woman. I believe that women should be able to make any choice about their own body. But science tells us and logic tells us that it's not part of the woman's body. And therefore, it doesn't fall under this whole my body, my choice argument. I really think that that has nothing to do with abortion because abortion is killing, intentionally killing a separate human being inside the womb. Everything Mallory, you add anything? Fernanda? <laughs> All right, Got next <laughs> one. So we're going to change the law that separates church and church from state. Should we also take back the facts that we have the right to our own, our own checking accounts, mortgages, right to... Um, are we going to have to, if we get pregnant and credit cards, are we able to do without a male co-signing? It's easier to take a woman's power away from them to tell men they need to be on birth control. Yeah, nope. There were so what? many things wrapped in Yeah, that. that was a loaded question. Um, okay, so, so essentially I it's like, are we going to take away all the stuff of like, equality, like where we don't have to have like our husband sign on for anything, but then we're going to have all that back just so the man has birth control i'll take this one um so the beginning it says separation of church and state so the reason why separation of church and state was in there is so that the state doesn't create its own church because in almost every other country um pretty much the state so whatever country it is that's what state is whatever country it is um they have a state religion and when um the people came over to create america they didn't want that they wanted to there to be separation so this really doesn't have anything to do with that also too being pro-life is not a religious i mean people add religion like if i'm talking to someone who's christian i will say add the religious part because i know that if i was making a bad decision and you said god would be upset with me i'd be like okay I'll hear you out. But like, if I'm talking to someone who I don't know is religious or I don't know is a Christian, then it can be straight up science, scientific. Um, it comes off as religious because a lot of people do, and especially people in the past, but I think like the movement is learning and growing. So people know you don't always have to make it religious. So that also has nothing to do with it. I also think it's kind of weird they lumped in everything because those are very separate issues. Like the issue of having a bank account is very different than the issue of having an abortion. So I guess their mindset is like, it'll be a spiral effect, but it those two have literally nothing to do with 
each other. Like there's not a anything. And then men having birth control, that's I'm not quite sure men have do they it's, have it's thought, because it is easier to take a woman's power away from them than to tell men they need to be on birth control. Oh, okay, okay. I get what she's trying to say. Um and I mean I don't I get what she's trying to say, but I just don't think that's a good that's argument. That's not an abortion. Not, it's not an abortion it's, argument. No, it's not an abortion argument. I guess it's like trying to be like a legal thing, but that's, I don't know. I'd be like, what if she said that to me? I, I think like, for example, what they said about the separation of state and church, like you you don't have to be religious to be pro-life because that's a moral issue, a scientific issue, but you do have an obligation to be pro-life if you're a Catholic or Christian yes that's like god that's creation. a good way to explain it yep. yeah good like, point if you if you want to go and into muslim like, too just a side yeah. note muslims yeah. and i think judaism life. as well like yeah and, if you're yeah. religious at all you, if you should have be some sort pro-life. of god in your life you need yeah, to be pro-life like, <laughs> there's value in there so like but there's not like it doesn't have to be like a like a relation between being religious or not to be pro-life like you can be pro-life regardless abortion's not strictly a religious issue yeah like you said it's a scientific but then if you are religious it is kind of your moral obligation to be Mm pro-life yeah and also like the rest that they said like I don't even know how to respond because that has like (laughs) nothing to do with it but I hate how they said like you're taking away uh women's power like why are we saying that if women become like mothers they don't have power anymore. Like, Ooh, what? Good point. That's like, a very good point. They, yeah, that's they one of the first birth- things I thought. Yeah, like, too. they give birth to a human being. Like, that's, like, that's power right there. Like, that's why would awesome. you think that? Yeah. But then they'll turn around and say, we never tell women that they can't be successful without abortion. It's like, but when you tell women that if abortion is taken away, they will lose all of their power. That's what that means. Mm -hmm. So they play the double-sided narrative because when I comment or I post on my Instagram that the pro-abortion media and side perpetuates the narrative that women can't be successful without abortion. They're like, we don't say that. I'm like, but you do in so many ways. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. All right. Next quote. There are many factors for why a woman aborts a child. Health reasons are rape, to name a few. Too bad you don't feel the passionate about foster care, where children who are alive aren't being cared for to the best of our ability. I can take this one. Um, So what annoys me so much about that is like, so I'm pretty sure I know what post that is. That post, Yeah, you know what post that is. We've talked about it. Yeah. So side note, that post got like over, we, and we don't normally get over a thousand likes right now. That post got over a thousand likes. I feel like it was almost at like 2000. It's because Mal put the woman supporting women hashtag and that pissed off a lot of women. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it went crazy. So, um, so that post literally was just talking about, I will say too, this, all these from our Instagram is from that one post. Oh, I'm not surprised because that just that was a crazy night. Um, and it was like I did not expect for that to happen. Um, but that post was just one post supporting this one thing. And I think it was like an alley no- sucky quote or something. Yeah, and they have no idea like what else was going on. And like someone commented unfollow or like 
I'm never going to support this thing. And I like looked, they were never supporting us in the first place. So like, it's like, they don't know when people say stuff like, oh, you don't care about five. They have no idea what you're doing outside of this one thing that they're looking at you. Also too, I think it's also ridiculous to think you can't be fighting for foster care. You can't be fighting to make abortion because that's another thing we need, not abortion, adoption. That's another thing we need to do, make adoptions way easier. It is, I mean, I know families that like, they're not super rich, but they are, they can take care of children and they want to, it's just so expensive. So like we can do- reform foster care we can help with adoption we can get rid of abortion we can help with pro um with the uh, pregnancy resource centers i don't see why it's weird to want to do all of them because in any other instance in any other issue in any other human rights thing we're trying to do the same thing with human trafficking we're trying to um help the survivors we're also trying to prosecute the johns like it's in every other issue, you can care about more than one thing at one time, except for abortion, for whatever reason. People really just want you to do this one thing, just fix um, foster care. What was the second half of that question? Uh, it's, there are many factors for why a woman aborts a child. Health okay. reasons are rape, to name a few. Too bad you don't oh. feel as passionate about foster care. Okay, so then the beginning part about the lots of reasons. And yes, I think that is another thing that I'm also loving, too, about the pro-life movement now. I feel like we... A lot of people, especially us young girls, we understand there are so many reasons and it is awful. Some of the situations people are going through, which is why pregnancy resource centers are so important. That's why one of the biggest reasons, I don't know the statistic, but one of the biggest reasons is financial reasons. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a pregnancy resource center isn't going to give you a bag of money, but they can help connect you with people who can help you. They do, they help with diapers. They help with classes. I know there's pregnancy resource centers that do, they have even men's classes. Like, I mean, Planned Parenthood isn't going to do that for you. These other organizations aren't going to do that for you. These pregnancy resource centers are. And if we can start helping them, if you're listening and you are like appalled by abortion, you don't know what to do, volunteer your pregnancy resource center. I promise you they need volunteers. Also, I promise you they need money. So donate as well if you have money. Like they will never turn down because it's also like it doesn't get any money from the government. Like they are not like Planned Parenthood gets money from the government. Pregnancy resources does not. So like that's why pregnancy resource centers are so important because you're right. There are so many factors of why a woman feels as if she needs to have an abortion, but she doesn't have to. Yeah. I also think it's funny that these people found your post through the hashtag women empowering women and they follow that hashtag to support and empower other women, except for when that woman supports pro-life policies then they're mm-hmm. all more than willing to hate them on anything call them out cuss them out say terrible things but it's ironic that the reason they found your post is because they follow a hashtag that's women about i didn't women. look at it like that that's interesting because like our argument is like we support women in the womb mm-hmm. yeah and abortion like just the side note, abortion is so terrible. Like it hurts the woman as well, like emotionally, physically. So we are supporting. We are we want to support you. We want to help you. Also, I feel like they want to like if the issue, if you think like, oh, okay, they should have an abortion because they're living in poverty, like abortion is not gonna fix poverty. Like, oh, why are you fighting too. for them? Yeah, to get jobs to to like be financially stable like abortion is not gonna fix that like oh you like you care about foster care so do i let's work together 
to better that system. Like they're trying to fill in all of the gaps with abortion. And that's, it's just like putting tape on a huge problem. Like that's it's like putting not tape on a dam that's leaking. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, yeah is going to get out. Yeah, yeah. They'll do that. Like, especially I think part of that was, you know, situations of rape. And, you know, I can't imagine that situation and how terrible that would be and feel. And so I think that when we're talking to people, especially those who are survivors of sexual assault, we do have to really be careful navigating that conversation Mm -hmm. because it is very personal Mm -hmm. and a lot of times traumatic for people. But I think that the problem is the left is saying, here is an abortion. Here's the bandaid that will make that feel better, but it's not going to undo any of the trauma. It's actually going to add more trauma to the situation. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's actually the least compassionate thing to do is say, oh, just get an abortion so we don't have to deal with your trauma. Mm -hmm. That's not caring. Yeah, we you know, have... the movement is let's get you resources and connect you with people and and talk to you so that you feel like you can heal from this. And let's figure out a situation where maybe you can place your child for adoption or let's work with you to figure out how you can keep your baby. I mean, the pro-life movement is there and ready to help women any way that they can, mm-hmm. except for when it comes to killing their baby. Yeah. The pro-abortion side, that's their solution to every problem. Oh, get an abortion. You'll be good. We're done. Give me your money. Now go. We don't want to help you anymore. We actually have a listener. Yeah, we have a listener who she was um, taken advantage of and got pregnant with her son. And her argument is she's like, I'm sick of the left using my story for a reason as abortion. She goes, I've been able to be successful in life keeping my baby. Mm -hmm. And she talked about she talked about the trauma, too. She how about I mean, it took her pretty much her tell her son was an adult to even talk about what happened to her mm-hmm. and that and she's tired of the left using her story yeah. for their purpose and she's like no like you don't have permission to use my story to what happened because you don't even ask me about my story you just use it making an assumption and you just use it she goes my son is the biggest blessing in my life I think that pro-choicers are very unsensitive too. Like with the TikToks and everything that they're like, oh, I'm going to kill it. Like you don't think about people who had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. Like imagine, like I can't even imagine having a miscarriage and then seeing that like Mm -hmm. there's people that they wanted that baby with their whole heart and they couldn't. And then there's people here making fun of it and making like- And most of the time people who have never really been in that situation. Exactly. It's It's teenagers that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's like you don't even have an idea of what you're fighting for and you have no idea how much that hurts people. Like you're just going with like the popular opinion, but the popular opinion, it's not always right. Mm -hmm. Like you have to do your research and you have to talk to people. And once, like once you get to know like the full- idea of what you're fighting for you're gonna realize that you're hurting people claiming to help them like that makes no sense and I think this is just a side note I think that's all part of the desensitization um, of abortion that's trying to seep into America's youth and I don't believe in like a bunch of conspiracies and I don't necessarily think this is intentional but like like depopulization depop 
population or y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like that is all, I mean, it's crazy. And I'll never forget my like awakening that was like, okay, I, I'm going to start caring more was when I was talking to these girls that I was friends with in college. I'm not friends with them now for various reasons. And um, one of the girls was sleeping with her boyfriend every night. He basically lived in her dorm. She had gotten like this big dorm and like we would go in there all the time and anywhere. So we were all talking and she was just casually like, yeah, and I mean, if he got me pregnant, I would just go get the abortion and then we'd just go have an Italian dinner right after. Like, it's no big deal. And I just remember thinking, this is so like, wait, what? Like, that's like, it's strange to me. And I think it just shows how uneducated people are when they are going so hard for it. When people are, I mean, also too, at the Love Life in Charlotte, um, I haven't been there during this time, but apparently two summers ago, um, before all the pandemics have happened, the, yeah, the pandemics have happened, um, there would be people who would go and like stand on cars and like dress provocatively while the people are out there praying and doing things to distract them. And I think that is all just people who just really don't know. Like people think like right now it's trendy and fun and y'all know I don't do the TikTok, but sometimes it comes on, like I'll see some stuff on like Twitter and like I've stumbled across some of those TikToks and it's heartbreaking. And like Autumn said, these are people who these are kids who like literally don't know. They're just repeating things that have been told to them by people. I mean, it's it, it's just, it's part of the desensitization. And I think that when I realized when my friend made that comment, that's when I realized like people just are so desensitized. Like people don't know. Like if you think that you're going to go, whether you get the pill or whether you actually have the procedure like on the table, right after you're not going to be feeling all all right let's go get Italian like that's so ignorant that's Mm -hmm. so like well yeah and they they really don't we do 40 days five campaigns in Bellingham and we've been having these girls we call them the twerking fairies but that's because they show up in fairy (laughs) wings and twerk on us so it's a pretty fitting nickname um and they take tiktoks of our volunteers especially the older men that come and pray they call them the pro-life creeps of Bellingham and they're awful I mean disgusting but occasionally we'll get a few words out of them. And I remember asking one girl, why are you here? And she said, I'm here supporting Planned Parenthood because I'm a sexual assault survivor. And I said, that's really interesting because I'm actually against Planned Parenthood for on behalf of stories like yours, because Planned Parenthood covers for sex offenders and they don't report things that they need to be reporting. And she didn't even know, she literally just like walked away because They don't know anything about Planned Parenthood. They don't know anything about the reality of the situation. They were fed some fun talking points from their feminist friends, and then they get to go put on their weird costumes and harass Christians whom they hate. That's and what they it go is. viral on TikTok because it's yep. cool now. It's cool. Yep. And which is why we got to make, you know, being pro-life cool too, which I think we do. I don't get on TikTok, so I don't know, but I hear... Um, it's cool yeah so kind of getting to that feminist talk uh i pulled some quotes off of planned parenthood that i need your guys help to debunk so first quote abortion is health care how do we talk about that um whoever wants to i mean i would have like a one-liner for that i'd say well health care doesn't kill people so (laughs) not health (laughs) care go ahead fernando 
I just feel like healthcare has to be inclusive. So like, if you're being selective with who you're caring for, that's not healthcare. Like healthcare is caring for the mom and the baby because mm -hmm. they're two separate beings. If you're just caring for the mom, then that's not really healthcare. Like how is it, how is that possible? Like if it was in any other scenario, like if, if it was like, oh, men are the only ones who can get healthcare, we will be like, what about us? Mm -hmm. Like, and then they would be mad, but why they're not mad when we're fighting, like they're, they're fighting for another human being to not have healthcare, but then they're claiming that they care for healthcare. So I'm like, how, how, how was that? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what they said, I mean, they pretty much summed it up. Um, it has to be inclusive. And I mean, if it murders someone, then it's not really care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of going off of kind of what Fernanda's saying. So I know someone who got pregnant, um, couldn't afford insurance. So was on government insurance and was, she was only on government insurance while she was pregnant. When she had the baby, the baby got government insurance, but she did not because she was like out of that. So the government's even saying that the child inside of you is its own human being. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And no, oh, and to say to do that too, if you murder someone pregnant, you get charged with two different accounts of murder. So yeah. it doesn't make sense. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Yep. All right. It's because I care so much about others. I believe decisions on whether to choose adoption in a pregnancy or raise a child must be left to each individual, not to politicians who can't know each individual situation. So I would say I agree it should not be a political issue. It kind of annoys me and like bothers me that it is a political issue and that it's such a controversial political issue. But how do we get laws in our country? How do we protect people? It is through politics. And because it that person is a distinct person, there needs to be someone fighting for that person. That person deserves every, we live in America and you are guaranteed a, um, the pursuit of life you're guaranteed life liberty and the pursuit of happiness and you can't have any of that stuff if you don't have life and I think I mean we said this earlier to another question it is loving to tell someone to walk with someone in that situation it is loving to tell someone that they can do it that is the loving decision you can't just and this is a very and I hope I can say this, articulate what I'm thinking without sounding mean, but like, you can't just let people do whatever they want. Like, that's just not, we have rules, we have laws, we have, we live in a society. A society without rules and laws is just chaos. And you just can't do whatever you want to do. And that's, I, I know that sounds bad. And like, if we ever go viral, I feel like that's the one thing they're going to like say that I said that was wrong, but like, you just can't do whatever you want to do. That's just not, it's just not feasible. And this is one of the things that you just cannot, it's, it's murder. You just, and it's not, it's just not loving to support, not to support. It is not loving to tell someone they have to kill someone to have a life that they want to have. Yeah. All right. Restrictions push safe legal abortions out of reach for people who can't afford these costs. 
It's hardest on people who already face barriers to healthcare overall, including people of low incomes, people who live in rural areas, and Black and brown people. I would say, um, first, when we say we want abortion to be illegal, we're not saying we want women to go in back alleys and perform them themselves. When we say we want abortion illegal and unthinkable, we mean we want to see a world where abortion is never necessary, where women have the resources to choose life, to place their child for adoption, whatever that may look like. We're not saying, well, just go do it, but we don't want it to be legal. No, we don't want it to happen because it doesn't need to happen. Abortion is never necessary. And so that's why we also have so many organizations and things like pregnancy resource centers that help women walk through the process even after pregnancy. Um, One of the most common things I hear is that you're just pro-birth, whatever. You don't care about the child after it's born. It's like, Okay, well, two things. First of all, name five pro-choice organizations that support women after they've had their children. There's none. There's a lot of pro-life ones, whether it's walking with them so that they can finish their degrees, whether it's getting them the things that they need, cribs and diapers and baby formula, whatever it looks like. There's so many options and so many resources. We just need to plug the women in need with the resources so that they don't feel like abortion is their only option. Yeah. I feel like the pro-life community is so loving. Like they just want to love you and they just want to help you in any way that they can. And I don't think it's loving someone telling them like, Oh yeah, just go get an abortion without even talking to them first. Like, cause like there's people that they're like, Oh, I'm pregnant. And the first thing that people tell them, it's like, okay, you need to get an abortion. Like you, you want the kid. Think, yeah. Like they don't even think about that. And then going back to what I said earlier, they mentioned healthcare for like black and brown people. Then the problem is not abortion. The problem mm-hmm. is that we don't have a good enough healthcare for them. So let's fix that first. Mm-hmm. So you don't need an abortion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are places that are, that you can go that aren't, plan- Ooh, that aren't Planned Parenthood that can help you with your healthcare. Where right, like can, federally qualified. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, where <laughs> can people go who are pro-lifers but are low income that yeah. get pregnant? They don't want to go to Planned Parenthood. Where can they mm-hmm. go? So there is something called federally qualified health centers, and they actually outnumber Planned Parenthood, and they're all across the states. Um, they provide everything and more. So Planned Parenthood lies about a lot of the services that they offer. Um, but federally qualified health centers actually provide all of those services for free, except for abortions. And so um, that's usually where we direct people. I mean, when we're at our 40 Days for Life campaign, sometimes there's people walking in and out and we'll, you know, say kind of like a quick one-liner of what they do in there. And they'll come over and be like, I'm pro-life, but I'm not in there for an abortion. I just need so-and-so, or I just need, you know, my healthcare or a check-in. And, you know, we're able to redirect them and say, you never have to walk through those doors. There's other options for you. Um, So I would definitely say, you know, federally qualified health centers, look, there's probably one near you. um, And that's, an amazing alternative to ever walking into Planned Parenthood. So I know kind of like one of the arguments is like, well, Planned Parenthood's not just for abortions. Mm-hmm. So like everything that's done at Planned Parenthood besides the abortion can be done at the federal, these health centers, correct? So like, I guess if someone wants to get birth control, so like the mammograms, um, mm-hmm. like stuff like that, reproductive right. health, like they can go to these federal health centers and not have to get a service by Planned Parenthood that's paid for by abortions. 
Yes. And most of that is free. So like you can save a lot of money and you cannot because like, okay, you're pro-life and you're just going for birth control or whatever, but you're still paying. So they're still profiting and they use that profit for abortions. Mm -hmm. So let's stop supporting that and go get it for free. Like it's better for you. It's easier. Like it's affordable. It's everything. Like it's better for you for like not supporting Planned Parenthood. And there's like, those centers are so good and they have like higher standards than Planned Parenthood does. Mm -hmm. So they're like better in every shape or form. And then also too, a side note, if you need an ultrasound, you can go to pregnancy resource centers. I don't know of any pregnancy resource center that charges for ultrasounds, Mm -hmm. but almost every state you have to pay to get an ultrasound. And then you also have to, um, even before you get the abortion, they have to do an ultrasound and you still have to pay. But if you get your ultrasound at a pregnancy resource center, they'll do it for free. That's good, Matt. I think we need to do a blog post on like these resources that you okay. don't have to go to Planned Parenthood for. I think that'd be really good. All right, I'm next one. Banning abortion won't stop abortion, but it will stop people from accessing safe legal abortion that costs pregnant people's health and even their lives. Autumn, do you want to take that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I don't want to keep jumping at first, but um, I would say first that there's no such thing as a safe abortion. In every successful abortion, one person dies. That seems like a pretty bad rate to me. That really every single well, I mean the child. You know what I mean? Well, I'll, I'll, so yeah, <laughs> um, I was like, that's like really the mother dies. There's like one in every no, 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 hundred. Mean- <laughs> We're pro life. Three born babies. Are <laughs> I had a long day. Um, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, no, sorry. I know the way that I phrase that is to trip up liberals because then they'll be like, what? Anyways. No, um, but that was good though. Well, no, I had my statistic <laughs> mind. So I'm like, oh, one in every so and so abortion, someone yeah. dies. I'm like, Da-da. yeah. Okay. So I never accept the argument that there's any safe abortions. Um, the second thing is that we don't keep things legal just because we know that they're still going to happen. Uh, when we abolished slavery or when we made murder illegal, nobody was like, well, some people might still do it. So we might as well just keep it legal. Mm-hmm. Um, cause then at least they're not breaking the law when they do it. No, when something is wrong, especially something as serious as murder, we say this is illegal and this will not happen. We do not accept this and it's not okay. So I think it's a weird argument that mm-hmm. um, that they try to back this into this. Okay, well, it should still be legal. No, it shouldn't. And I will never say that it should be legal just because it might still happen. That's horrific. And that means that there's still work that we need to do to make sure that women aren't feeling like that's their only resort and that's what's going on. Um, but we don't make things legal or, or keep them illegal just based on whether or not they're still going to happen. Yeah. I find it interesting how they quote this, the cost is a pregnant person's health and even their lives. So they're even acknowledging the person is pregnant, but in a way, what they're advocating for is women doing back alley abortions. You know what I mean? By saying that they're like, well, if this happens, then yeah, women, no, nobody should be saying women are going to go do back alley abortions. That shouldn't even be an option. Nobody's saying, nobody is saying that anyone needs to resort to a coat hanger abortion. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's so weird that that argument gets brought up so much because they're like, well, then that's going to happen. No, then let's make sure that doesn't happen because that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just always say wrong is wrong. And I mm-hmm. have always been a very much black and white person. Like, and you know, I make mistakes. So sometimes I do things that I know are wrong, but like, I know it's wrong. If it's wrong, it's wrong. So if we are going to sit here and say that killing a human being is wrong, no matter how many people do it, we still have to do something about it because it's wrong. Wrong mm-hmm. is wrong. Yep. All right. Last one. South Carolina's ban on abortion is not only unacceptable, it's unconstitutional. Is abortion unconstitutional? I can take this one. Um, (laughs) Abortion is um, unconstitutional. Absolutely. Um, There is no uh, provision. They somehow they made something up. There is no provision in the constitution. that allows for abortion. And I will say with the South Carolina ban, it's, you know, we're doing incremental, I think that's what it's called, incremental um, laws because there are exceptions to that, which personally I am pro-life with zero exceptions. So I I do think that aspect of the law is wrong, but it, it, and also too, I think it's up to a certain amount of weeks. So that, you know, that's wrong. But, you know, that's better than what they had before. And the reason why something like this is just so important is because it also, it's going to be keeping, holding people accountable. One of the things, um, for example, is if you are claiming that you are in there, um, you have been raped, what one of the things that is going to be great about this is they have to follow up with that. So, okay, you're saying you've been raped. So we got to find this guy. Like that's, it's going to be holding you report this to the police. Yeah. We're going to report this because before it was just kind of like, okay, we'll just do it. But now it's like, Hey, we're going to report this to the police. If you are, cannot do that. So um, it's not unconstitutional pretty much. That's basically um, because abortion is not in the constitution. So where are they getting this line that, taking a banning abortion is unconstitutional it's because um well okay it's because when abortion was i did a class because of roe v wade roe v wade and there's i i had papers somewhere (laughs) they're saying that because of roe v wade this is unconstitutional Basically, what they're saying is, you know, Roe v. Wade is what legalized abortion in 1973, and it was through the 14th Amendment, um, which is a weird place for it to fit in. Um, It's basically saying that women have privacy and therefore they have the right to their own bodies. That's kind of where it creeped in. But for us, and this got brought up a lot during the Amy Coney Barrett confirmation, people would say, well, why are you so excited for her to be a justice when you think that she should, you know, be uh, or interpret the constitution the way that the constitution is. Then if she were to look at the constitution, she would say that Roe v. Wade should have been passed. But the thing is, the basic requirement is that our lawmakers understand science. And science says life begins at conception. And what's in the constitution? That we have a right to life. And so that's mm-hmm. where the abortion industry should come into the constitution, not women's privacy, because if I want to kill somebody privately in my own home, that's not covered by the constitution. That's insane. Where it would come in is every single human being has the right to life. And so 
that's what I always say is, no, 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 we're not saying we're excited for a conservative Supreme Court justice because she's going to finally pick our side. She is going to agree with science that says preborn babies are humans and deserve life. So that's always a weird argument when people bring up the constitutionality of it, because it's like, well, no, the Constitution says that human beings have a right to life. So that's where right it should come Right, in. liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, exactly. And I want to add the other thing about this whole conversation is people are very um, concerned about, oh gosh, what's it called? I should know this, um, precedent. So they feel as if there ha- already has been a precedent set that abortion is legal so they should not be able to do anything about that like that should be it that's why we are in the these next couple of months we are going to see a lot of states um having little abortion um bills um all these things going on is because they want it to be um they want to set a precedent well the thing is there's been so many times where we have overturned precedents for example um drinking um, prohibition yes um plessy versus ferguson overturned the dred scott decision like there's been so many times where it doesn't um not that it doesn't matter because i do think precedent is important in very many cases but like if it goes against the constitution which is what our country is founded on we need to overturn it if it's a bad law if it's a bad thing that has been set in the books we need to overturn it and i think they are scared that's why they always say it's um abortion is in the constitution abortion is in the constitution because they are scared that it will be overturned because it is not and there have been so many times where there have been things that have been set into law that have been overturned because it's not in the constitution so roe v wade a lot like what was exactly i don't know like not the exact terminology but like roe v wade basically allowed abortion was there anything else in roe v wade that it allowed you know or is um, it just solid focus on abortion so roe v wade came from a case in texas a young woman named norma mccorvey um she went by jane roe during the court cases um i mean her life in and of itself is worth looking into mm-hmm. basically she was taken advantage of by pro-choice lawyers who wanted a sappy story she was pregnant they got her you know they she was pretty you know poor, I guess. Um, I mean, the truth is she never actually had an abortion and she became radically pro-life later in her life. So her story in and of itself is worth diving into. Um, but Hulu it got brought did a documentary about it, right? Hulu. Uh, yeah, Someone a, did. I wouldn't recommend that documentary. Okay. That one's weird, but, um, okay. don't do that one then. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but <laughs> after she had passed away, this random documentary came out alluding to the fact that she was pro-choice towards the end of her life. So it's just, weird my um anyways my point was that um roe v wade legalized abortion through all nine months in the united states so that was the supreme court case that said abortion is now legal um so that's kind of why quickly after that you saw a lot of states having to come up with legislation um to either make their states more pro-life or you know you've seen new york that legalized abortion all the way up to birth um And so that's kind of when it all started. But Roe v. Wade is what legalized abortion originally in the United States in 1973. And it's through all nine months of pregnancy, which most people aren't aware of. They say, Mm -hmm. I support Roe v. Wade. And then you say, okay, well, do you support abortion up to nine months? Like, well, no. It's like, okay, well, then you don't support Roe v. Wade. 
So what would have to be done to overturn Roe v. Wade? Will it have to go from pretty much all the way up to the Supreme Court for the Supreme Court to overdo it? Um, to overturn like Roe v. Wade itself, um, then yes. So it would have to be a Supreme Court, which is why the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett was so, so important last year, because now we have a pro-life majority in the Supreme Court, which is huge. So if a case gets brought to the Supreme Court and it's reheard, we're hoping um, that people who understand science, aka these pro-lifers, are able to bring this, um, and we would love to see overturn- uh, Roe v. Wade overturned. I mean, the case itself had a lot of flaws, and you know, the whole thing with Roe v. or with Jane Roe was basically a lie. Mm-hmm. So the court case itself was built on a lie, um, and then it was decided by seven men, which you think would make the feminists mad, but they love Roe v. Wade, so they don't care about those men making decisions about women's bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it would be a Supreme Court case. But until that happens, that's why you see states um, passing pro-life legislation. You know, we've had a few states in the last few years that have passed really, really phenomenal pro-life legislation. And we've also seen states that have passed very radical pro-abortion legislation. So right now, a lot of it is state to state um, and being active and rallying and canvassing to get pro-life leaders elected because it is so, so important, even on a state to state basis. Yes. And once it's overturned um, by the Supreme Court, that's when it'll also go back to the state. Right. And then that's when everybody's individual state is going to we'll be required to. Yeah. Yeah. To make okay. a decision. So, But it's still someone have to essentially sue someone else and go up the court system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There would just have to be a case that merits, you know, that same idea all the way up to the Supreme Court um, that would challenge the ruling of, of Roe v. Wade. Is there anything in the court system right now that's going through this or? I do know that there's a few cases that could potentially build their way up. Um, I know s- a couple different pro-life organizations have made lists. I wouldn't be able to name the cases. Well, I guess um, like, is it usually right now, like but... a person? So like what kind of case are they looking for? type thing is are they looking for like I don't know like a child that should have been aborted that wasn't or it would have to be something that is almost identical to that because what they would be looking to is for precedent they will be looking back to see what has been done and then they will be looking to see um if the whole privacy thing still fits into this case it had to be something that was pretty much identical um which is why I don't know if within this cycle it'll happen. Yeah, I guess I'm just like a little confused. Like, what exactly? Like, because I mean, I know, like, you say, like, what exactly are they suing? That someone like this woman should have had access to an abortion in her state? Is that what it's going to be looking like, or do you, do you get my question? Like, what exactly is the lawsuit exactly? Like, what would they, what would the lawsuit look like in order to get to the Supreme Court? Um, I think what Mallory was saying is it'd be something similar to uh, the case of of Roe v. Wade. Okay. So it would pretty Um, much be like a woman who didn't have access to an abortion. Would that be it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I think so. That's a really good question. Uh, Let's Google really quick. Um. Yeah, sorry. I was just kind of curious. And well, th- those are all the quotes. I just kind of I felt like it was a good under 
The last thing I didn't really touch on this was understanding Roe v. Wade a little bit more and kind of mm-hmm. what that would look and what does it look like to overturn Roe v. Wade? I know like we're all like we want Roe v. Wade to overturn, but what would that look like? And right. like, I mean, I have no idea that what that would look like. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, what Mel was saying is, um, you know, the details of the case, I mean, we're not aware of right now of, of necessarily what that case is or what it would look like, mm-hmm. um, but it would be have to be something that they would have to refer to the Roe v. Wade case to, to say, yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, well, we made a ruling on this already, and so we mm-hmm. need to go back and then basically decide whether or not that ruling is still warranted, um, which is why we were thrilled to see a pro-life majority, because then if they have to essentially rehear Roe v. Wade, um, you know, we're hoping that it would be thrown out, essentially, that they would say, no, 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 14th Amendment doesn't have anything to do with abortion. Um, This doesn't fit in. And what's more important is the fact that every human being has the right to life. And we Mm -hmm. recognize that for pre-born human beings. So that's kind of what we're hoping of of what it would look like. Wasn't there a case with Obamacare that went up to the Supreme court about requiring religious um, organizations about making them requiring them to give birth control, even if they don't believe in birth control. Yes. Like Hobby Lobby. Are you talking about Hobby Lobby? Yeah. And like, I think like the Catholic church got involved in it too. There was another one. I don't. I think there was one, but I know like like, last few years. Yeah, yeah and I was just wondering. Life. Yeah, and I was just wondering how, they, like, because yeah. sorry, because like abortion to me is like another. It is essentially a birth control method that's murder. So how was like that coming up? Because I would imagine that Obamacare would also include requiring companies to pay for the abortion. Essentially, how did Roe v. Wade not get pulled into that case? So okay, really quick. So. All right, here's how. A state would have to pass a law that just outright bans abortion. And then this person's going to want to really, like, they're going to have to, like, really, really want an abortion. And then they're going to have to sue the state to take it all the way up, pretty much. And it would have to be an abortion. And here's, like, with the birth control thing, like, the reality is I feel like we see it that way but you can word it in such a different way that people are like oh it's two separate things because I mean there are pro-lifers because I we're all here pro-lifers against birth control right just clarifying well I was on birth control but I am not because of how it affected my body and I did a lot more research and I think we've talked about having autumn on and kind of talk about that more right Mel Mary-Kate yeah um but yeah so like we understand that birth control and abortion go hand in hand, but like most people just even within the pro-life world think it's like just two completely separate things. So I don't think a birth control, I think it would, they wouldn't think of that idea as a birth control. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. And abortion rates went up when birth control was introduced, Hmm. um, which is a statistic that when you first think about it, you think that doesn't make sense. But then when you realize that, I mean, it really changed our culture in mm-hmm, in the way that people viewed sex. Mm-hmm, and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden they felt like they had a way to do it without consequences. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But abortion or birth control fails, um, which is a lot of times a result of, you know, 
a pregnancy and then people are so confused because they were on birth control. Well, that still happens. Yeah. Um, so birth control is not the, you know, fix all, no longer have to worry about it. So a lot of people will be mad at pro-lifers who don't support um, birth control because they're like, well, how do you expect people to not get pregnant without birth control? It's like, well, they I get pregnant cycle. even with birth control. Track <laughs> yeah. your cycle. I just yeah. believe just like I track my cycle every month. There's five days in the month that me and my husband do not have sex, and, and it's that's because okay. We're not wanting, we're not planning, and that's what like because we're a Catholic, and part of like our premarital stuff was learning how to have safe sex. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why was this taught to me in like middle school yeah. when we're learning about safe sex? Like I track my cycle. I know when I'm ovulating. I know not to have sex because we're not wanting kids right now. When I'm ovulating, I don't understand, and like. I'm, I mean, this is TMI, but we don't use birth control. Like, I'm not on anything. He doesn't use anything. But mm-hmm. we know because I track my cycle that I'm not going to get pregnant. Yeah. And I think that because, so, you know, I didn't know about tracking all that stuff until, I mean, I to be honest, I didn't know about tracking and stuff like that until I started becoming friends with um, this Catholic girl at my in my undergrad and she was getting married and I was we went to a retreat and um she was like hey I'm about to do something that's kind of weird I'm gonna have a thermometer in the bathroom I just want to let you know what I'm doing and I was like oh people do that I have this little app on my phone but yeah, I had the app to track when I'm gonna get my period but no one told me it's like well no like you, you can track where you are in your cycle to know right. when you should not be having sex right I had no idea that was even a thing so I I mean a lot of this whole conversation is a lot about education yep. people mm-hmm. just don't know so much I think because they don't want us to know on purpose um you know we don't have to get into the whole sexual revolution because I have tons of thoughts on that we can do that in another episode but I think this is all part of just they just don't want or um people just don't know people don't know um just how to just not have or how to have um how to track so you don't have to necessarily have um be concerned about having sex during these certain days people don't know that what really goes into an abortion people don't know that um abortion is actually killing a living human being some people truly truly believe that it's just a clump of cells up until it takes a breath like some people just really don't know and mm-hmm. i think that's why i mean scotus squad students for life uh live action um other places they're so important because people they're just giving people education and that's why I think we need to continually continually be saying and doing things on social media we need to be saying and doing things in real life we need to put our money where our mouth is and we also need to put our actions like go out and do something where your mouth is like because people just really just do not know and that's why we're I mean we're all uncertified educators technically yeah you yeah. it's also very important to know like birth control and abortion like at the end of the day it's all about money that's why oh they yeah that's so much birth control like because you have to pay for it because someone like profits off of that also Planned Parenthood like how can they not support abortion when that's where they get their money from and mm-hmm. we like 
I am not getting paid to do this. I'm not getting paid to go and help someone. I'm not getting paid to go and volunteer. We're doing this because we care. Mm-hmm. And they're doing that. They're doing uh, like supporting abortion for the money. So I think yeah. that that's a lot. And I mean, even the top activists that you think of, that's like, wow, she's the queen of the pro-life. I promise you, she's not getting paid as much as the queen of the Planned Parenthood. I promise you, she's not. I don't know how much she's getting paid, but I know it's not equivalent. Like, it's a lot of us are doing this out of the goodness of our heart because we genuinely care about people. That's the other Mm -hmm. thing, too. And another thing I'm going to add, this isn't, this is about caring about people. I was in a talk one time um, with... And a, um, a lady who had had two abortions and she said to when you are talking to people, um, this is just like a tip. She said, always just think about like um, they or they know someone themselves or they know someone has had an abortion. So also try to be kind and like or show like compassion, because at this point, we all know someone who has had an abortion um, or we have had an abortion ourselves. So it is always just safe to try to um, just remember that. So like, you know, we can, and I always say this, and like, this is something that those are the girls, I want us to be known to, that we are not these people. I always say this, the truth is abortion is murder. We just end right there. There's no reason to go abortion is murder and your mama's ugly. You're never going to get married. Like that's not, there's no reason to do that. I can't like, that just irks me when especially people who are supposed to be Christian, compassionate, mm-hmm. conservative, when they add that extra, you don't have to insult people. You literally just state the fact. And then we respond in grace. And everybody here is also a Christian and our audience, primarily Christians. We respond to things with like truth, grace, and love and compassion. There's no reason to do any of that other, like to get all, I mean, you can be sassy. Of course, Caroline talks about being sassy. Autumn is the queen of sass in her comments. If you read it, like you can be sassy, but you, like I said, like, there's no reason to insult the person. We go about things with like honesty, with truth, with grace, with love. We, Mm -hmm. if you're an other girl, you don't, you're not mean to people for no reason. Like that doesn't, that's not part of who we are. Yeah. Don't be hateful on social media. We love people, whether I mean, if they have an abortion, we still love them anyway. Jesus exactly. loved the saints and the sinners. And uh, just show them the facts. That's the best thing you need to do. And don't stoop to their level of name calling. Just show them the facts. And another thing, we have a really good friend that we have been loving on so graciously these past since, like, what, October-ish? How long have we known? Yeah, since, like, October-ish. And, like, I feel as if, He's coming, I mean, he's not as far as long as like we would like, but I do feel like us showing him kindness has really helped in so many different things. Like there was the other day he posted something and I put it in the group and I was like, hey guys, like, do you think now, I don't know if he's completely changed, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like that's how also too, like, if your goal is to change someone's heart and mind, it's going to take more than one touch. And it's also going to take you being kind. People yep, love don't, people, facts. Exactly. People just shut down if you start being mean back to them. So it's like the love and the kindness that helps and changes people's hearts and minds. Yeah. Well, yeah. we need to wrap up uh, SCOTUS squad. Thank you so much for coming on again. I know this will be not be our last time. Um, our audience is big pro-lifers and, I feel like there's going to be a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline with this crazy Biden-Harris administration. So we're going to need your expertise probably soon. 
Um, yeah, thank you guys. Mal, anything oh. you'd like to add? Um, do you guys want to say where I meant to do this last time? You guys want people to follow you and stuff like that? Uh, sure. I primarily do Instagram. So that's autumnlindsay.life at Instagram. I don't really do Facebook. Um, and I don't have a Twitter, so that's where you can find me. <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram. It's just Fernanda Urbina. That's it. Yeah, we'll add y'all's tags to, and we'll do this on the episode on uh, Tuesday's episode too. Yeah. We'll just add your tags in there. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Well, all other right. girls, happy. I think this will come out what February one. April Fools. Just kidding. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. This, this is real facts, not a joke. Abortion is in April <laughs> Fool. <laughs> ah <Sorry>. yes. <laughs> oh my. Wait, that could be a good title. Um, ab- abortion is healthcare. What an April Fool's joke. <laughs> that's good yes. that's good oh and that will get a lot hey, of like, write that pro-choices. down write that down oh, right now right, right, right. Need that. <laughs> that'll get a lot of pro choices that'll be good for the seo Ooh, all right guys thank you okay, so yeah. much we love bye, you guys bye. and we'll talk to you soon <laughs>Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.